right, let's do this. Gus Sumroldo, he's the geek. Jeff Ramsey, is all but me. Joel Heyman, he makes you laugh. Bernie Burns, don't call him fat. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Hey, the, the theme song stole my intro. <laughs> that is your intro. It's kind of convenient, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, like, 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 that guy got all of his uh, lyrics out of the way, like in the front, <laughs> front like <laughs> yeah. five seconds of that song. What you should do is see uh, if somebody can do like a remix like that, and just see how long they can go for it. Maybe they can just recreate an entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Right. They just start. They've, they've got to have hundreds of hours of us saying nonsense to cut around. From. I bet. And I there don't think go. anyone would be able to tell the difference. No. That sounds not. like a contest. <laughs> no, that's a, that sounds stupid. <laughs> hey, so it's a podcast. What is it? Bur- Bernie's gone again. <laughs> does anybody true. know where Bernie is? No. Does anybody? Do you guys know where Bernie is? I have no idea where Bernie is. I'm assuming he has some sort of a meeting outside of the office. Maybe Should- we can have a contest where people... What? I, I, <laughs> I, I delayed trying to start the podcast today because I've been trying to get him in, back in here because he's been gone for like a month now. And uh, so the podcast will probably be late today because Bernie didn't come to the office. Also, f- totally fucked up my Resident Evil 5 Lost in Nightmares DLC video I was making. Oh, yeah? So I'm going to blame that on Bernie, too. All right, how, how's, that, how's that going? It's pretty awesome. What's, but it, what's it called? It's called Lost in Nightmares. It's like a hour and a half long uh, Resident Evil mission. So it's pretty cool, actually. It's like a throwback to like Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2 days, you know, where you're in a mansion and the camera controls are a lot tighter and you go through creepy long doors and you don't know what's on the other side. So are you it's in a mansion in the DLC? Around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's it's like a, cool. it's like a, uh, they're like, it's like retelling a story of something that happened between Jill and, uh, Chris, like you, years and years ago. Do you prefer the first person or do you prefer like that camera? Third person? Just, yeah, just totally depends on the game, I think. Resident Evil has notoriously shitty camera controls though, but supposedly that's to heighten the sense of fear. It's well, part of the fun of the game, right? Yeah, and it, it totally works. Doesn't yeah, work. I was scared as hell. Uh, like the first half of this game, you don't encounter an enemy, but every time you go into a long ho- hallway, you're terrified something's going to jump out well, at you. Well, that's the thing. It's the expectation yeah. of danger. There's a lot of stuff like that in Dead Space as well, where it's like you walk into a room and you see all these open doors, but you can't literally peek into they them. Did a, yeah. They did a great job in the game of like setting it up because you like walk down a hallway and be like a dead guy. Yeah, okay. it's it's definitely true, but I don't think anybody does it in the same way that you know Capcom did it back in the day with those old Resident Evil games. Yeah. And it's kind of I had forgotten because Resident Evil Four and Resident Evil Five are so different. I had forgotten what it was like to play one of those games. I think it would get old very quickly, but about an hour and a half is a good length for something like that. It's uh, cool. it's fun, and you have, like, walking down memory lane, playing through, waiting for the alligator to jump out at you, like in Resident Evil oh, 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, I haven't played Resident Evil 5 yet. I think it's, uh, it's they just added it to Games on Demand this week. Yeah, so. they did. It's like 30 bucks, I think, to yeah. get on Games on Demand. Yeah, it's I think a good I'll, game. I think I'll probably buy it, and maybe I'll play with the DLC now. Really good co-op. Cool. And there's more co-op, more DLC coming, I think. But anyway, there's, like, 100 points, 100 achievement points, and I'm doing a walkthrough for, like, uh, the little symbols. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, I, so... Um, you know, where were the, our Griffball stuff's on uh, Halo Waypoint now? Oh, yeah. The trailer's up and the, uh, the old PSA's up. That's, uh, oh, yeah? I guess that's the reason, uh, we can say now, that's the reason Bernie hasn't been in the podcast the past couple of weeks. He's been working on production for uh, that Griffball miniseries expansion. And I was going to let him plug it all podcast long if he wanted <laughs> to today. But, fuck, he missed his chance. The boat's gone. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. So it's on Waypoint now, but it'll eventually end up on Rooster Teeth, right? The website? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, most things typically work in that cycle. Right. When, if they're on Waypoint, they end up on our site. Or if they're on Xbox Live, they're on our site eventually. Do we have, so. Is there like a timetable? Like, is it after a month? or? You know who would be a great person to answer that question? Bernie. Bernie. Where is Bernie? So. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Burns. <laughs> Jesus. What are you going to do? Great, now i got Joel and Jack to contend with. Back hey. Behind me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You know, what I, you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, the breathing? I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. So Joel's working on a project here in the office, that, so, and he has to use PCs for it. <laughs> so he's been going around the office like trying to scavenge all these old PCs. I've, I've spent the, I think I've spent this entire week trying to get seven-year-old computers to work and play a relatively new video game. We've got cables hanging from the ceiling. And now, yeah. and now Joel's going around and breaking computers. He's breaking them faster <laughs> than I can fix them. I walked well, oh, by no. like, I was sitting there fixing three today, and then Joel's like, I think this one, I think I broke this one too. And I was I, like, God damn it. I carry like an electrical charge or something that the moment I even walk up to a computer, it, I haven't even touched it, it breaks. You're like computer kryptonite. I, but I figure I give you guys good ammunition for the comic. <laughs> as I was in a tizzy the other day, where I was like, Gus! Gus, how come I can't find X serve on this on this on this full? And it's like because I didn't scroll down. I wanted you needed to scroll up. I wanted scroll to up. make a comic about that, but I couldn't figure out how to put that stupidity in four panels. <laughs> like that's a like I have some need, ideas. I'll, like JD Salinger needs to be fucking resurrected God. from the grave to write that because yeah. I guess to elaborate a bit, Joel was having computer trouble. He couldn't see one of our folders on the network, and he called me over and said, like, "I can see it on this computer. I can't see it on this computer." And I looked at it and I realized he just needed to scroll up. <laughs> It's very sad. You know what's even very better? Very Yesterday, Gus comes into me and he goes, hey, guess what? And I was like, what? And he goes, guess what Joel asked me today? And I was like, I don't know. Well, it's going to be good though, right? He goes, Joel asked me what AFK means. How do you? I don't do you know what AFK is. I am not an MMO player. <laughs> That's not an MMO thing. I'm never That's away from the thing. keyboard, Jack. I'm never away from the keyboard. I'm always at the keyboard. Don't, don't blame I, somebody I was, who's there. I was so shocked I couldn't think of a funny lie to tell you that you know you would go on thinking. <laughs> like, what I, AFK to me, meant. I didn't think it was possible to have like a something that if it has F in it and it's like an acronym on a MMO. How's it not a cuss word? I don't know. You haven't seen one of those crappy news stories about like what are I've your never, kids really saying? I've, like anyway, I've never played World. <laughs> of Warcraft. I've ne- it's, I'm not He's a- never used AIM. <laughs> IRC. <laughs> the end result is, when he said it, Gus looked at him and said, lol. And, Gus- <laughs> and Joel-, Joel said, I was like, huh? What does that mean? I was like, BRB. So, anyway, this is the internet, Joel. Welcome. We'll be going through a tutorial later. I have a thing above my desk, a chart that has like all the symbols and then the correlating, <laughs> like what it means, but. You, you, you know, it's funny you say that, but you really do have like. A patchwork of post-its all around your monitor. Speaking of post-it notes, I sat next to Nathan, or at Nathan's desk this morning for a minute while the cleaning ladies were cleaning our office, and he has a post-it note on his desk. Nathan, very smart guy, right? Very mm-hmm. quiet, mm-hmm. intelligent. You don't fuck with Nathan. You know he knows what he's doing. He's got his own stuff going on. You just let him be. He has a big post-it note on his monitor that says, always hit save before rendering or exporting. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why every, would you need every, to remind every yourself one of to those, do that? Every one of those post-its is the result of like a mistake that yeah. was ha- that happened. That's, that's an like, obvious like, thing that cost you like twelve hours. I got to say that's a good bit of advice though. Like you read that post-it, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Always hit save before. But do you exporting. need to read that posting you, you, every day? You, you go to Joel's desk and it's a post. It's like, are your shoes tied? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, like, well, it's, it's, it's every, just such a common sense. <laughs> thing. Every, it's like, everything that Gus says, I write down on a post-it <laughs> and I stick it on my AFK on my equals thing. away from so, keyboard. Did you remember pants today? Look down. But in my defense. In my defense, this computer I'm dealing with, like I've got the Mac side, I've got the Windows side, and and I, I have to go under my desk. And and Gus's solution because it won't restart, my computer will not restart. Gus's solution is, dude, just pull out the the just unplug it. 
and plug it back in. If, if, if for some reason Where's on Joel's it? Mac, if he boots into Windows and he restarts his computer to try to get back into the Mac side, the computer will not restart. Well, welcome so to my world, Joel. He has to uh, unplug his computer. I have to start my computer five times every morning before it turns on. It's a whole process. Just don't turn it off. I, I was thinking about just like moving my chair under the desk and just working from under there because it would be it would save time. Man, you know, speaking of under the desk, yesterday we had an issue. You know, you, I'm built, I'm putting all these computers together for you, and we uh, we had a UPS go out. Like we we tripped a breaker, and one of the UPSs died. <laughs> and so I was running around, you know, looking for our breaker box, <laughs> you know, to, to try to turn the breaker breaker back on before our UPSs went out, and. Uh, we have two breaker boxes in our office, and then there's another one downstairs. I, I got to say something. When one of those breaker boxes goes down, you know when you're on the Enterprise and the shields go down, and it's like, wah, wah, that's all. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same alarm message. Those Everything so, so in I, your life is a Star Trek reference. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> Star Trek's cool, man. Yeah, no, I like it too. I ran to the first breaker box. All the breakers were fine there. Which, ran, by the way, that was the equivalent of Scotty in the tunnel. Gus is like Scotty in the tunnel. <laughs> He's going to keep it going. I ran to the second breaker box. <laughs> And I couldn't get to it because someone had fucking screwed a cork board to the wall over it. <laughs> so I thought, okay, I thought, you... okay, okay, that this, that we've never tripped a breaker in that box. I'm going to go downstairs to the restaurant downstairs and see if our, a breaker tripped down there. I run down there. They can't open the door. They, someone changed the code on the lock and they have to call someone. It takes like five minutes. I get in. All the breakers are fine. So I'm like, fuck, I need to go up to the cork board. I go up to the cork board and I start unscrewing it. And Jeff comes out. He's like, sounds like someone's building a robot out here. <laughs> and I'm just grumbling under my breath. I take it down. And then, uh, you know, I, I I flipped the breaker. It's tripped in there. And then Jack comes out, and Jeff goes, can you believe this? Someone put a corkboard there. And Jack's like, it, it, was, it was me. Screwed four screws into it. Why? Wait, wait, wait. You, it was secure, yeah, wasn't fucking, it? Wait, wait. You screwed? You screwed the corkboard to the wall? Yeah. Yes. It's Mensa week at Rooster Teeth, apparently. That, I did that in October, and no one's giving me any shit about it. And it's oh, it's February Can now. you believe it's been that long since we've tripped a breaker? Since we've lit something no, on we, fire? We, we, we've never tripped a breaker in that box I can't before. believe it's. I can't believe we've had a secure corkboard all that time. <laughs> exactly. Well, because there's four <laughs> screws in it. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God the corkboard was secure. No, that, it was someone was coming up here to film something, and that corkboard had been sitting just leaning against the wall and looked like crap. And I was like, "Do you want me to put this back up?" And we didn't have any nails, so I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I screwed it in because that was the only thing I could do yep. to secure it to the wall. You definitely, I, I, you definitely screwed up, Jack. That's uh, <laughs> there's that's a lot of The last time that thing was pulled off, I remember it's always pulled off in you know mid panic. Because something's gone. Are you sure we've never tripped a breaker? Or not? No, we've never. We've we always check that box. But we've never actually tripped a breaker in that box. Huh. All right. So All where's right. the corkboard now? Is it leaning back up against the wall? Uh, I screwed it down uh, to your desk. <laughs> I screwed it on top of your monitor. I, I don't want to make sure we didn't lose it. That corkboard, believe it or not, is not mission critical, Jack. Well, I, you can pull it right off if you needed to. If in an absolute emergency, you could just rip it off the wall. Yeah, that would be good. Just rip it out of the wall. Then we'd never screw it no, back no, in no, again. No, what? Come on, let's hear it. No, no, go for it. You're fine. Explain how go you ahead. can rip screws rip out of the wall, the and that's a good thing. That's what that's what Gus did with that last screw. Just pulled it right off. Well, he was frustrated because somebody did something incredibly well, stupid. Well, I'm saying you could do that in an emergency situation. In an, so in, a, in an emergency situation, your solution is to ruin the corkboard and the wall. It's like like break the glass to remove a fire extinguisher. You, you, created, you destroy the corkboard. You're creating to, that emergency you're cre- situation. You're creating glass. Why do you put the glass there? <laughs> there doesn't need to be glass. Glass was not there for a reason. Yeah. I just, it's It's... It's mind-boggling. Of course. I just am so surprised. 
All right. So that's enough. I'm, I'm kind of worked up. I've had a bad week dealing with all these computers. So let, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something week. positive. How about Lost, which you, was awesome last night? You have been kind of a bitch lately, Gus. Yeah, I know. It's it's all these computers. But, you know, my birthday's on this coming Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, this morning, Joel told me he's giving me the greatest birthday present anyone could give me. What's that? He's going to be out of the office all next week. <laughs> oh, are you really? Where are you going, I'm Joel? Gonna try, I'm going to try my damnedest to be out of the office next week. Where are you going? I'm, I'm, I'm going to... No, I'm, I'm, Staycation? The Olympics. You going to the Olympics? The Olympics. You could just say vacation. You don't have to specify where. The Olympics. We're he's, not gonna he's, he's going to follow you. He's competing. going to Thailand. Okay. I'm actually competing in one of the events. Ah, there you go. Good luck with that. So uh, so I think next week it'll be me you know, drinking a, some rum out of a coconut, relaxing, in my de- <laughs> relaxing at my desk. That's funny. Yeah. Joel goes on vacation, which creates a vacation for Gus. <laughs> Gus, Gus is going to miss me. He's going to miss me. He's going to be like, I remember when That's Joel collateral was- vacation. <laughs> It's going to be nice. But yeah, you're right, Jack. Lost was pretty good last night. Lost was really good last night. After the thud of last week's episode, this was so much well, better. It would have been hard. Why, why <laughs> yeah, was last yeah. week's episode bad? Shitty. Why was it? Well, we talked about it last week, but, yeah, but no, nothing, nothing happened. Nothing, nothing happened. happened. Are you sure nothing Un- happened? Or uninteresting characters. Set up, no, not a goddamn setting up thing. Something. Not a goddamn thing. Well, they had happened. to be setting up something, nope. right? No? They were, they were buying they were, time? They, they, they were buying time. They, they set up Feral Claire, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Feral Claire. I guess. They reintroduced her, and that was about it. Yeah, that's that's good for forty five minutes. Yeah, and and also Sawyer ran away and became a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> cried over photos, and that was it. Yes, it was the photos she cried over. It wasn't anything else. It was just the photos. <laughs> Did the shark thing get worked out? In any it's of never that? going to get so worked out. So I someone told me the shark is actually a robot. Yeah, Andrew Panton told me that too. Yeah, and he said it's because in the video game, which I have thousand points on, and I have no memory of this, but <laughs> I remember I'm not saying it didn't happen. It. No, I, I mean, you loved playing. I thought it was fun to walk around the island, right? But uh, supposedly you have to buy, you have to get parts to fix the robot shark in the video game. I have no memory of this, but Andrew says it happened, so it must have happened. But that video game is also not canonical to the story in any way. Really? Yeah, it's not canon. Really? No, how, it's not canon at all. How is it not? Because Damon Lindelof and uh, Damien Cruz said it wasn't. Really? Yeah. Carbons. And they had, they had, yeah, whatever. Citation needed. They had uh, like next to no information from those guys. And so they just had to kind of create their own story as a companion, but it's not canon in hmm. any way. It's not so, meant to be. Okay, so it's not necessarily a robot shark. Which, yeah, exactly. How massively like dis- just because it's a robot shark in the video game doesn't mean it's a robot shark. How, how massively okay. disappointing would it be if the end of the video game turns out to be the end of the series? <laughs> well, that would be pretty weird. because It's an entirely new character who uh, the whole point of the video game hey, is he hey, crashes many, on the how, island. He's running around trying to figure out how they got there. You got like eleven, twelve episodes. How to get off, and then uh, goes into a boat, like goes off into the ocean, and uh, wakes up and crashes on the island again. <laughs> Thanks for spoiling the game. It's like Jesus. Groundhog Day. Dude, that game's been out for four years. Three Jesus. years. Wow. So uh, last night's episode, though, was pretty badass, I thought. Yeah, it was good. And should we go over, like, uh, should we get into specifics of it? Or? I don't care. I, I want to hear what you liked about it so I can laugh at you and tell you those were the I, wrong things to be to, to get excited about. I love the cage, or the cage, the cave with the uh, the names marked off, like, I, like candidates, whatever that I thought that it means. was pretty interesting that he assigns a number value to each car- to and, each person. And you realize the numbers, the six numbers were all in there. It was like 4, 8, what, yeah, 15, yeah, 16. 15, 16, yeah. But, you know, in the, in the list of numbers, Kate wasn't in there. There was no Austin. Claire wasn't in there. Just because they didn't show them doesn't mean that they weren't there. Sounds like a there were like a hundred names on that wall. But uh, as far as the the but, lost numbers, yeah, the, the six Kate wasn't numbers. One, yeah, Kate but wasn't in there. They, I think August. early on they established that not everyone was on the list, right? Yeah, the, the list of candidates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to protect the island. So who's going to become 
Uh, so uh, who's going to become the new Jacob? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like it's I, it's pretty clear it's going to be there's going to be a new Jacob and probably a new black man in black as well. That would be my guess for the end of the season. So is it going to be Jack and Sawyer? Are they going to be the two? Is it is it going to be Hurley? Is nah, it going to be Jacob? Uh, I don't think it's it'll, Hurley. it'll be Hurley. You think? You so? think so? Yeah. Why? I'm saying it now. He seems like he could be like a protector, like sort of like the overseer, good-hearted. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. Um, who do you think the little boy was? Uh, it seemed like a young Jacob. That's or what something. I thought. It seemed like a young Jacob. Like it looked like they cast someone who looked but like. But when Jacob. he talked to, uh, said you can't kill him. You can't kill him. You broke the rules or whatever. Referring to Jacob in the third person. But that that opening shot well, where he, he had like the blood on his hands and stuff that was creepy. He, he might have been referring to, to uh, Sawyer, Sawyer saying you can't kill him. He might have been referring. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, very good point. So who knows? I haven't read the uh, the the Doc Jensen wrap up of uh, last night's <laughs> episode on EntertainmentWeekly.com yet. So I don't know. Yeah, it was a lot of fun though. Yeah, it was, it was, good. It, was it went by very quickly. And so in in the original timeline, Katie Seagal broke up with Locke, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of like, whoa, surprise, she's back. Hey, answer me a question. I was uh, while I was watching last night, I realized I forgot what happened to Son's kid. Is uh, it just hanging out with the grandparents or something? Yeah, she left uh, with the grandparents in Korea, right? Man, I had or say, not this or no, the no, no, it was in L.A. Relatives. As much as I love my wife, if she disappeared, and I had to choose between raising my kid or going to an island to maybe die to find her. I think I got to go with the kid, right? <laughs> I mean, you got to be a responsible parent above all else. Yeah, you would think so. All unless, I'm saying is, you is don't that like the kid. No, I think they. I think they like him. All I'm saying is, I think Son's kind of a shitty mom <laughs> because of that. So you don't think she'll be the the final candidate or whatever? She'll get marked off. No, she if, if it's her or she needs to go home and take care of business. Final candidate. She needs to take care of her kid. Stop making grandma watch it or whoever. This shit going to turn into Survivor? I did, I did like the bit with the uh, the the scale and the black rock and the white rock, and he picked up the white one and threw it away. Is like, that an inside joke? Inside joke? Yeah, it was kind of. That was I kind think of my clever. favorite moment last night was when uh, Locke was you know cruising around as the smoke monster, and uh, they were playing search and destroy. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. First person Locke yeah. <laughs> picked up the, picked up his weapon. Yeah, I actually I'm really liking Locke as a bad guy. Yeah, he's playing it pretty well. I thought it was interesting the um, the Sawyer comment when he said, "You're not Locke. Who are you?" And he said. What do you mean? Is that Locke was always scared, even when you know he was acting like he wasn't? Yeah, yeah. It was a insightful, yeah, Locke, insightful comment. Richard Alpert too. He's he's getting pretty awesome. Like the terrified Richard Alpert. I love that. And like, he's, he's like, "That's not Locke." I know. What did you what, think what? of? Uh, what did you think of seeing Ben as a school teacher? That was hilarious. I uh, I love that. I, I could live without. I, I could live without that. all that stuff. I totally love that. <laughs> Get back to the island. And, and Rose as the uh, the in charge of putting Locke in a new job. You know what's funny? I back in season one, I had always suspected that Hurley owned that uh, factory that Locke worked. I in. think they alluded to it. Yeah, they, yeah. they mentioned it at one point. Cause, yeah, because they, they, they said that Hurley mentions that he owns a box a, factory. A box factory. Yeah. And he also mentioned he owned a paper company. Like I think they they alluded that he owned the paper company from law or from the office, like the original paper company. Like they mentioned it by like some offhand reference too. That was like mm. an inside joke. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, there, there's that episode where, like, the guy's reading off stuff he owns now, and it was, like, just, they threw it away. It wasn't Dunder Mifflin. What's the, uh, what's the office paper company from the original office? Uh. The British one? Yeah. The British one? Oh, I don't remember. Fuck. I feel like I should know that. I know. I feel bad about that, too. Uh. Anyway. It, like, th- like, they said something like, he owns that company as well. Wernham Hogg? Uh, yeah, Werner, uh, Werner Hogg. Werner Hogg. Or something it's like Wernham that. It's Wernham Hogg. Wernham? Okay. Wernham Hogg. The Slough Branch? Slough Branch, yeah. Yeah, David Brandt. Man, there's a, a few, there's the French version, German version, French-Canadian version. The French-Canadian version is called La Job. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. 
That's fucking awesome. It's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah. Any, anyway, this week's episode of Lost was pretty awesome, I thought. Yes. Yeah, it was good. And uh, what, what was the, the next week on Lost? What was the preview? It seemed like they didn't allude to too much. Yeah. No. I thought I thought it was... Uh... I was right. no more questions is what, what they said. It's like, bullshit. There's a lot of people turning to camera in it. Yeah. All so. right. Well, let, we should probably cut the spoiler talk short because people... People love Lost, but people are getting upset that we talk about. It. I guess we have a lot of like if you, uh, if we have I, a lot I'm, of listeners who are overseas and Lost doesn't air right see, away. If I'm, for a, them. if I'm a listener and I'm into Lost and I think that you're gonna, I'm not gonna listen to the podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I like that on the Drunk Tank, the, the actual page you, you like wrote the times when I was like, okay, spoilers from you know X to Y point. Yeah. And that was kind of cool, and that's that's very nice of you, which is uncommon. Yeah. Well, I, I just got sick of all the idiots. <laughs> So I mean, it was, easier, it was it easier to post just that once instead of dealing with all the fucking emails and the, the boohoo comments. Do they also have to hide from CNN and Dig and Fark and every other site on the internet for the entire period? Yeah, I know, I know. They might, though. They might. Nobody no, does that. No. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I have nothing to say beyond that. Uh, You're done. I'm done. So the, I'm so, the, I feel derailed What, what TV do you watch, Joel? <laughs> do you watch TV, Joel? I don't really watch a lot of TV, and it's uh, for the for the one person in this room that's been on TV shows. That will do it to you. That will do it to you. Work on work on TV shows for ten years. I work on video. Ga- I've been working on video games for seven years, and I still play video games all the time. But it's true. lost a little bit of luster, right? No, no, it hasn't lost any. Li- just no. aging ten years, everything loses a little bit. Of luster. I got to go with Joel on that. Really? Yeah, I think you do the same thing long enough, or you experience it from the other side. It has to. It, it has to change your perception of it a little bit. I worked with an AD. Uh, Rich Sickler for the uh, for the less film inclined. What's an AD? Like first assistant director. He worked with an AFK. I worked with Mon Angel, and he went to uh, he went to uh, work on Lost, and uh, I was just like bitter that I couldn't go work on it in Hawaii. Like for instance, in to 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 support Joel's statement, we worked on back when we did all, all those EA Sports commercials. Right? We worked. We did like for three years in a row. We did Madden commercials. We did like five or six Madden commercials a year, and we were always working in buggy alpha builds. Uh, using you know debug, and uh, I I ruined Madden for me. I don't ever want to play Madden well, anymore because it, of that. It's not that that killed Madden for me. What killed Madden for me and football video games was when we had to make like the seven hundred videos. In I, a I consider that period part of it. Yeah, where we had to do like those Mountain Dew videos, the fucking Jumbotron videos, um, all the commercials at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, like spending all that time, I don't know, dealing with marketing cam and that whole thing, and, and and using the game in that way, it just it really, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the one ruins the end. That's game the one game I have I can't play anymore. I have just I I felt the same way about NBA Live, and I just went back because I was looking. I got I got I pulled my 07 out to get that hundred point mm-hmm. achievement we talked about, and I thought, man, that was kind of fun. I haven't played an NBA Live game since 07. I should give it a spin. So I bought a NBA Live 2010, and I'm totally enjoying it. But yeah, I, I had to take like three years off from those mm-hmm. games. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR was also ruined for me. Yeah. <laughs> Were you a big NASCAR guy before? Yeah, I love the NASCAR game, but not after all those commercials. <laughs> the the drive-in-a-circle game? Man. <laughs> not even, turn left. Turn left again. Continue turn to turn, turn slightly left. left. Turn more left. Man, you I'm, have 49 more achievements to man, get. I'm playing Need for Speed Shift right now. Um, A guy I know gave me the, the DLC. The new DLC came out last week for it, so I'm making some videos for that. And I haven't played a racing game other than something in the Burnout series in forever. Uh huh. And th- the amount of detail that are in those games now is is sick. 
Need for Speed is a pretty good franchise. I think it suffers from one of those, it comes out every, like, ten months or whatever. Yeah. And so, exactly. just, like, there's it's always just, a new Need for Speed. Like, they kind of run together. Absolutely. Like, the last Need for Speed game that I played, I had a great time. I loved it. But to give you, like, reference, I remember getting 100-point achievements Yeah, on it. You know, that's how long ago it was. That would have probably been, like, whatever the first one was, Pro Speed Street or whatever. I loved yeah. it, though. You know, but it's like, that's a thing. I can't buy every generation. It's like you wait a couple generations and you then you buy one. You actually, I think it, it, it's... You really do need the time in a development cycle to, I don't know. Innovate? Yeah, innovate as well, but also just to take take a break and relax and forget that you spent 100 hours playing a game, you know? Mm-hmm. If a game comes out too quickly, there's like instant burnout, I think. That, I, I, I bet that's going to be the next the next burnout. Thing. Instant burnout? <laughs> instant burnout. Yeah. Burnout instant. <laughs> well, they, uh, they just announced, or I guess they're no, no longer doing any DLC for Burnout Paradise. Like, yeah. they're working on their next title. So. Yeah, they a, did the new Need for Speed, right? No, 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 no. Criterion? No. Yeah. No, Criterion's working on their own on stuff. I I'm thought. pretty fucking sure that they got the Need for Speed franchise now. Really? Yeah. I'll have to look at the box. Look at the... Uh, or or Gus's going to look at Wikipedia. Jack, what's the one you're playing right now? Need for Speed Shift. Need for Speed Shift. That's now, the latest one. Does that That's one take the... place on all tracks? Uh, yes. It's that, all tracks. It's not, it's not an open world. It's all tracks. I, I also prefer open world. I really? prefer open world as well. Yeah. I don't know. Burnout Paradise, though, like that was something that was that was a great game, and I love oh, how God, they how they how much they supported it with DLC. Yeah, they added that whole other island they didn't and motorcycles. Enough DLC achievements, though, for the amount yeah, of DLC that came out, there weren't nearly enough achievements. I think the last racing game I played was the one where it was like literally one of the islands of Hawaii, and they had it was literally like a to scale version. Was that Need for Speed oh, Unlimited? I think I I can't. Remember. There's a bunch of versions of that game. Yeah, for different but platforms. Like one of the races was you race around the the exterior of the entire on on real roads that are you know and uh, like the out the race take takes like an hour. Really? You know, and it's like if and I remember that being the most pressure filled achievement because it's like if you mess up in the last you know three minutes if you're in first place you mess up in the last three minutes ah oh, that's another hour. Of your oh, life. that's brutal. Yeah, Criterion has taken over. It's also confirmed Criterion Games, developers of EA's own Burnout series, is currently working on a revolutionary addition to the Need for Speed franchise. Game is scheduled for release in Q4 2010. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. We'll probably hear something maybe at PAX East or E3, I would guess. Yeah, I, I bet by I think by e- May or June you'll hear something. I feel like I just read that there's Need for Speed stuff gonna uh, showing at E3. Okay. I could be wrong about that, but I, I think I just read that yesterday. Cool. Man, should I, should I talk about X10? Okay. Yeah, look, out there. you you went to San Francisco for that Microsoft X10 oh, event. Yeah, 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 that was it was it was pretty cool. I, um, yeah, Microsoft brought me out. It was like a media invite only event, which was pretty cool for Achievement Hunter. That was one of the first ones we've gotten into like that. And um, yeah, I got to see pretty much a lot of the major titles that Microsoft's got coming up this year. And you saw, so I you saw, so you saw Left 4 Dead Two DLC. Did you? Did they have that DLC? Yep, I saw the passing. I actually I cut a video um, of an interview I did with Chet. Sal's Sal's check. I I forget what his last name is, but uh, he actually wrote Left 4 Dead One and Left 4 Dead Two, and he wrote the past. That guy uh, is a genius. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty smart dude. He's a real nice guy too. And um, yeah, very nice guy. Let me let me list real quick the games that I think you saw and tell us what you thought of each one. I'm I'm really curious. You and I haven't had much time. Let's let's finish up Left 4 Dead. We're talking about it, right? Sure. Okay, Left 4 Dead Two. I played the passing. I played like the first chapter of the of the new the new whole uh, DLC. And it was pretty quick, and it was, I mean, it was, there were so many things to look at. I really sat down, played it. We failed, because the other people I was playing with didn't know what they were doing, and they were just running around in circles. How do you not know how to play Left 4 like, Dead at this point? Uh, it's just like, all of a sudden, like, we're running, and I'm like, why are there only two of us that now? Is, that and is, they're all drunk to game of the year. That is the game where it's like, I, I hold the person I'm playing with, you know, directly responsible and accountable. That's why I don't play know. with Bernie. 
<laughs> you know, do not he, play that game with Bernie. No, I know. I've played it before. Never will it reveal to you how like self-involved you are when you're playing Left 4 Dead because it's like your concern is only you. It's like true. when you go down, you're down. It's like, oh, how come no one's helping me? Yeah. But well, that's the, that's why it would be in a real fucking so, zombie attack, dude. True. So at X10, they showed the Left 4 Dead 2 DLC, but they didn't have any of the Left 4 Dead 1 DLC, right? Because no. there's additional Left 4 Dead 1 yeah. DLC. But coming. did you they did you see it. the Left 4 Dead 1 characters? No, no, it, not or. They may have shown up, but I walked up to it, and there was already gameplay going. Apparently, the Left 4 Dead 1 characters show up in the intro of the passing, and then at the very end, they fight with you in the finale. Oh, okay. I just, I like, just want I just want to give Valve my credit card number, and they can just <laughs> run it whenever they need. That's you can do that. Steam, yeah. Right? Yeah, so. So, uh, yeah, so the Left 4 Dead characters show up in, like, at the end, and they fight with you. And then I, I asked him if um, there's any chance, like, we might get to play as the Left 4 Dead 1 characters, even, like, just reskin the characters. And he's like, I can't say anything about that. Hmm. So... Well, that, that was, comes out next month. The, the passing comes out in March. Yeah. yeah. What a, so we'll find out soon. Yeah, and then they're releasing Left 4 Dead 1 new DLC, which I guess leads up to the, what, what's, the, what's the passing. Like it, It's like from the end of the first game to the passing. That's cool. And then also there's a comic book coming out, which is going to be more of Left 4 Dead 1 characters. That sort of bridges that gap. So then speaking of... Here's, here's the deal. Like I'm a little concerned here, actually. Like, if I want to play the Left 4 Dead 1 DLC, do I need to, like, swap my discs? I know this sounds like it's making me sound lazy, but I don't want to go up and, like, swap my discs. Like, I want to play Left 4 Dead Every, 1 now. I everyone, want to play Left 4 Dead 2 now. Everyone agrees with you. You're playing two different games. Yeah, it's two yeah. different games. No, and I'm, they're I'm coming totally, out. They're I'm, not coming out on the same day. I can understand your concern if they're coming out on the same day, but they're going to come out weeks or months apart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be, there's going to be such a time separation. You okay. Won't. If this, the songs that, are separate, I'm afraid they're the, coming out at the same that time. That is the one thing. I hate switching discs. Yeah. Right? So when, when you're playing Call of Duty and you're like, you know what? I feel like playing Left 4 Dead. Oh, I would, but I have to switch the disc. <laughs> Guess I'll play another I, round of Call I, of Duty. I, I do that all the time. Yes, That's that is exactly what happens. Or, or I just bend like, and I just. Fall Why asleep. don't you just rip it to your Xbox? Because you still need to put the disc in. That's true. One time, and then you never have to worry about it again. No, you, you always you have need to, to put have it in there in. when you're running it. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Someone obviously is talking about stuff he's never All right, done. What about games on demand? Games on demand you can do, but Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 are not on games oh. on demand. When they are, you're going to be set. Oh, what, what we should do, Joel, is we should get multiple Xboxes, like five of them. <laughs> and then have like, this is my Left 4 Dead box, this is my Modern Warfare box. There you go. Or, you know, create some sort of disc switching, like the old, you know, disc switching yeah, yeah. where you'd have like five. Right? I'd buy it. Yeah. You probably buy like, Xbox. There's got to be an easier way, though, It's right? got to be like a Roomba that can push a button, open out, take a disc, and drop a new one in. How, but how, how, when you play a video game, Joel, how, I mean, what's the, the average the time an- you sit down and play a game the for? The answer is I'm lazy. But, um, well, what's probably, the, probably the, an hour. What the worst is, and back me up here, Joel, if, if I'm right, the worst is, like, if I go and I turn my Xbox on, I grab my controller, and I go and I sit down on my comfortable couch, and I look at my screen, and the wrong game's in the Xbox, or there's no game in the there's Xbox. There's that conversation that takes place in your head. It's like, well, do I just <laughs> want to play this game instead? Yeah, it's like, don't want to play this, or if there's no disc in there, like, well, I've got Mass Effect on games on demand. I can play that, I guess. Gus, I love you. You're my best friend, and I want to back you up here, but this is laziness to such an extreme degree that I can't even come close when to I identifying. Get, when I get to the point in my day... You ever, are you I, ever like, man, I want to watch Ghostbusters. Aw, oh, fuck. I get Fried to Green point, Tomatoes is in my disc. I guess I'll have to watch that. When I get to the point in my day where I'm actually able to have the time to sit down and play video games, I'm spent. I'm done. I had a full day. It's the end of my day. It's I just want to play. I don't want to like do so. More play a stuff. fucking arcade game. Yeah, I do that. Uh, I end up I end up doing that a lot. Like my big my big standby. Like I said, Mass Effect because I had that in games on demand. My big standby is Battlefield 1943. 
Like, so if you ever Absolutely. see me playing Battlefield 1943 yeah. on Xbox Live... Just because you were too lazy to switch a disc. I, I was too lazy to switch a disc, or there was no disc in my Xbox, so I played Battlefield 1943. And just generally the orientation of the way the house is laid out. You know, you have your yeah, comfortable yep. chair, and then you have your Xbox, which is by your TV, which is... On the other side of the room. Not <laughs> by the comfortable chair. No. Wow. And most people only, who are into video games have it all figured yeah. out. You got your chair, I, you, know, I, you got the speakers. I only want to get up to refill my alcohol. That's it. And the alcohol is closer than my Xbox is, actually, so, from where I sit. This, this doesn't, this kind of laziness doesn't just apply to video games. This is a lifestyle. I think for you guys. Xbox, you, I think Xbox should sell Depends underwear. Do you think, do you ever catch yourself like, do you catch yourself like you go to bed and you lay in the bed and your head hits the pillow and you're like, ah, oh, ready to go, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot to brush my teeth. Oh, well, tomorrow, the bathroom's all the way on the other side of the apartment. Well, there's like, a, there's a it, ritual you go through for that. That's different. Like that's not. We'll go through there, a video game ritual. There, yeah, the video game ritual changes depending on the game, though. Like you, <laughs> you may go through and think your game's in there, but it's not in there. But it's, how it, often it, it's do you not sit like, down? It's not like you lay down. And you're like, oh, I brushed with the wrong toothpaste. I got to get up and do this but again. You say it like you say it like I've brushed with my kids' toothpaste before, and I've had to use I, real I, toothpaste I, after I, that. I, how often do you I, sit this, down and play a game for ten minutes and then say, okay, time to switch to this, and then ten more minutes, okay, time to switch to this? It's not like you're getting up and down every five seconds. You play a game for an hour or two at a time. Or longer. If or longer. If you don't longer. want to switch the disc. It's uh, true. It's, I, I have no defense. I mean, it's I like, really, I, I, I generally don't play for an hour. I generally play, I make it even worse because I'm like, I'm there for three or yeah, four we're, hours. We're not, we're not, we're not defending ourselves. We're not saying we're not just, lazy. We so are sad. lazy. We're lazy. Yeah. I, I want to be able to switch games easier. I wish I could rip them to yeah, my yeah, hard drive and then I didn't have to switch the disc or there was like a, like Joel said, like a five disc changer in there or something. I mean, if you think about it, video games is a deal where you have a character that jumps and ex- does this and does that, and really all you're doing is like moving your finger. What you guys you're need? Moving your finger. I'm gonna I'm gonna create I, it right sometimes now. Sometimes I you, wish they could like have uh, if I could move my finger less. You guys need <laughs> Xbox. Somehow. You guys need what's called what's going to be called Xbox Fat. Okay, <laughs> it's an Xbox that has a six disc changer in it, and if you hit and Y three times, you can p- order a pizza to your house. That, that would be awesome. Oh, who wouldn't want that's that? That's what you need. That'd be that's incredible. A, that's, that's, a new, like the ultimate. that's a new income for Microsoft. That would be unbelievable. Wait, can't you yeah. order pizza from the, the dashboard right had, now? If they had a controller, so. there was like a pizza. Thing. If they could just have a controller so. that was one button, and I had to put half the effort into pushing that button, <laughs> absolutely. It makes me this think of, called Atari. It right? makes me think of that old. Was it an old PlayStation One controller that was like the entire controller, but you could put it in one hand that way you could still eat or drink at the same time? I don't remember that. God, man, like had all the controls like in one unwieldy thing. So I, Jack, I genuinely did think that to myself. Hopefully, you day. weren't so lazy. You only saw one game. No, did no. you see? We haven't talked about this well, one yet. I, but did be- you see? Co- Before we go on, I want to say other, one other cool thing, Gus. You'll appreciate this. When I was talking to Chet. Uh, I mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, we sent you this, this trophy for our, our Drunk Tank podcast is the Rooster Teeth podcast. We sent you a trophy for our game of the year. And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. We saw it. And apparently they had emailed photos around the office of the, of the trophy when they got it in. I, I so that's kind of I, I don't want to toot. Whoever execute, who, who made those, who came with those trophies? You guys? Gus uh, and I. I, I was yeah. You guys, like a 50-50 thing. you nailed it. You, Thanks, get, you guys nailed it. You guys should get a trophy. <laughs> the best trophy award. Well, we're keeping, Thanks. we're keeping the world's drunkest dude, so. Thanks. I don't think Bernie liked him very much. That care. was the greatest trophy he, he, ever. I feel, I, like, was, I, was need, I feel like, like, I need to develop a game just so I can get one of those trophies. Bur- I think Bernie's comment was, well, you definitely nailed the style you were going for. <laughs> Which is <laughs> How can you not like that trophy? That trophy's perfect. It's got a can of beer on the top of the trophy and the it's American. It stands out. It says out. beer on it. It says <laughs> beer on the can of beer. If you if you go to a trophy case with 500 best game of the year trophies, right? That's the best. That's the one trophy. that's gonna it's gonna jump out at you and it's yeah. gonna say, 
I am obnoxious. Look at me. <laughs> the second I saw that can of beer, I thought to myself, how could I possibly drink beer from any other can? You right? You know, yeah. we almost sent the trophy to Chet. I was either going to send it to Chet or to Tom, who's the project lead on the Left 4 Dead series, and I ended up sending it to Tom. Okay. Uh, so maybe I should have sent it to Chet instead. Oops. Anyway, I'm oh, curious, we should Jack. More, make a more trophy. What did, did you see the Call of Duty DLC? No, no, they they did not have. Well, at least they didn't have it in the big public area. Oh, okay. There was like a basement where they had Fable Three. I'm guessing maybe some Natal stuff. I don't know for sure. I haven't heard anything about it. And maybe the the uh, Modern Warfare. The velvet rope kept you out. Yeah, there's literally a sign that said like "Do not enter." <laughs> it was it was all branded Microsoft. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then, like, Peter Molyneux, I saw, like, I, I saw Peter Molyneux come out for about five minutes, do an interview on the main floor to make it look like he was on the main floor, and then he left. I was like, oh, uh, oh, he's Okay, gone. after seeing Reach, Alan Wake, uh, Crackdown 2, Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, 2 mm-hmm. and uh, are there any other major titles I'm missing here? There's the game room, the Microsoft yeah, game room thing. Out of those four games, which one are you most excited for? I would say Crackdown 2. Wrong, Halo Reach. Reach, probably. Well, okay, of the, the Reach trailer we saw, or it wasn't really a trailer so much. They showed the Vidoc, and then after the Vidoc, they showed uh, uh, Brian Gerard um, sketch. He was showing off, like, basically he popped open one of the multiplayer maps from the beta. It's a, a level called Powerhouse. It reminded me a lot of, of High Ground from, the, mm-hmm. the, from Halo 3. And uh, he, he pretty much just kind of, like, he walked a guy through it a little bit, and then he popped the camera, he unlocked the camera, flew around, and was just showing off, like, the geometry, and, uh, like, there was no there were no other enemies in there or anything, but he was just, like, showing off stuff that they had never done before. Does it you, look- you got an exclusive from Brian Gerard, didn't you? I did, I did. Regarding Halo Reach, and it's in your video. It's in the video. Yeah, yeah you should uh, you should watch the video and, World get, exclusive. and uh, learn the exclusive that I First bit of news regarding Halo Reach, and Achievement Hunter broke it. Totally. It's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but, like, he then he turned the camera around, showed the character models. The character models look so like stupid awesome it looks so bad so you didn't like them no <laughs> this is stupid awesome and then like like one of the other cool things in halo reach that uh he brought up and hasn't really been brought up by a lot of other sites is um the fact that now all the different armors have like equipment attached to them sort of like what we did in red versus blue sort of like what we did yeah. in red versus blue <laughs> but it's like uh like like he showed for example uh like a guy sprinting like you could hit a bumper and like it, you have like a meter that will like eventually like whittle down, but as you do it, you can sprint and then it'll reload over some time. So, so like the freelancers, basically. Yeah, basically like the freelancers. How they all have their own. It's okay equipment. for you to be talking about that, right? Yeah. Okay. That was, uh, that was public. They okay. they dated the 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 multiplayer beta May third. Yeah, May third. So 3rd. if you have a copy of ODST, I guess it'll become available through the in-game menu. Yeah, and, and that's the and that's the only way you can play the beta too is through ODST. Right. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, so. everything on Reach looks great. I wonder, so, I wonder, there's no way to track it, but I wonder if, like, right before May 3rd or leading up to May 3rd, you're going to see, like, a surge in, like, purchases of ODST again and of used copies of ODST. That's, that's, probably. that's a good question. And, like, uh, people will go out and buy it just to access the you know what they need? Beta. You know what Microsoft needs to do is they need to beef up their server network. I feel like they weren't prepared for Call of Duty. Really? I feel, I, yeah, I feel really? that way. Yeah, I feel like when... I feel like I never had any. The only one I ever, the only time I ever saw them have a real issue is 1943. Well, no, I think the, 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 Chris, was, the, the Christmas, the Christmas after Halo Three came out, right, it, they yeah. had a, they had a lot of problems. Call of Duty, but other than that, it's been did fine. have trouble on the PSN. I know that. Uh, I didn't have any. Tr- I haven't had any trouble with it on Xbox Live though. You know what drives me crazy is that we we watch this stuff like crazy. It's our lives. We're into it. You know, and it's like we knew how great. Call of Duty was going to be. We we've played it. We knew how great it was. Even Activision came out, you know, two weeks later, three weeks later, and was like, "Oh, hey, everyone, we've made a billion dollars on this." And it's like, okay. And then Activision reports its quarter, 
you know, and they're like, oh, hey, everyone, we beat our estimates, and the stock price jumps by 10%. It's like, why, why did I not, why did we not see that coming? Why don't, why do we have this, why do you and I have this conversation about once a week where you knew about some awesome stock tip months and months and months I'll tell ago, you what I did. and you never acted on it, and you never told me about it? There's, there's lots of them I have acted You're on. like, you're I'll like, tell you what, for Halo, for Halo 3, I was so in like Flint on that because it's like, before it came out, um, I was so ahead of it. It's like I saw it coming. I jumped in there, and uh, I even heard Jim Cramer iterating that he might talk about it. I got in before Jim Cramer, and then Jim Cramer talked about it. I got a bump on that, and then when it came out, I got another bump. It was great. So I get ripped into talking about college football coaches, and then Joel sits here and talks about stock picks. Yeah, but he but relate, he's relating them to video games. Money. Yeah, it's related to Microsoft. video games, and you can make money on this. Come yeah. on now. Anyone listening can make money on this. That's true. Our, tar- our target audience do, is people who are investing in the stock market. The only thing you can market. do studying college football coaches is not get laid and get fatter. I mean, that's it. Those are the only two pastimes that come out of that. Um, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, you, you, so you played Dead Rising two at X ten, right? Uh, yes, yes. Like they had a, like sort of a, a one, it's sort of sort of like an arena setup where it was like in in the Las Vegas strip. Oh, area. so you played like the multiplayer stuff? No, no, no. It was no, no. It was, it was single player, but it was like very. It was a very very closed off demo. It was like one of those where it's like literally a timer at the top. It's like all right, you got five minutes to mm. kill as many zombies as you want. And then, and wait, then, there's a multiplayer in that? That was kind of like the original know. demo for the game, wasn't it? Um, I don't remember the original demo. I think demo. you had like three or four minutes and you could run around and kill as many zombies as you wanted. It, I'm, I'm assuming this, will, this is probably going to be the demo they'll release. I think yeah. If they do release one. Yeah, I think I did see some multiplayer, Joel. I, I think in one of the trailers they had like four people in like giant hamster balls competing in an arena to see who, who could kill the most zombies. They have like extreme sports like related that kind to... Of thing. You're lying to me right no, now, aren't no, 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 you? No, you no, 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 no. It's Are in the trailer, yeah. yeah. That sounds awesome. It, it was like that a game... Like it was a combination it was like, between like a Nintendo party game and... Yeah, it was like a game show kind of thing almost... Really? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can find the trailer again. That's what the multiplayer is like. It came. That's the trailer came out last summer. Last, yeah. Yeah, it's been out for a while. So uh, I guess apparently Dead Rising 2 is coming out August 31st in the U.S. That's like four years after the original, right? The yeah. The original come out in summer 2006? I'm didn't didn't it come that. out that the original Dead Rising was the, the the thing responsible for a lot of original Red Rings? I mean, it's... Yes. it's, it's like, the, like there was too many... Yeah, like they overclocked s- it, right? Yeah. They say that. I mean, it's not that it overclocked it necessarily. It just it, taxed it, the system more than people any had to keep their People trying to get 7 Day Survivor had to keep yeah. their Xbox on It just for taxed the system more than it most did. other games at the time, and people were playing it a lot. It did seem yeah. like, th- at the time, that was the one game where it was like, you're dealing with a lot of characters and a lot of things happening on screen more than any other game at the time, but I don't know. Yeah, I the, wonder how a Dead Rising 2 will do. Like... At the time it came out, the market was pretty empty, and it sold. It did really respectably. It made, I think, it sold a million copies. It'll do better than that. It'll probably do a little bit better than that. But it's such a crowded market now, and it's coming out at a crowded time. And Left for Dead has honestly taken a lot of thunder away from Although, Dead, Dead Rising know, and I mean, Resident Evil's out now. I, I did when it's, I was when I was talking with the chat. Uh, I, I I just finished playing Dead Rising too, and I went over to him did like I did a little pre interview before I filmed it. And I said, all right, so you'll talk about, you know, talk about your game, Dead Rising 2. And then he's like, oh, shit, because I, I called it the wrong thing. I was like, oh, dude, oh. I'm so sorry. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, we love those guys. We love them. We love their game. So we're looking forward to it. And I was like, well, that's that's cool. You know, but he I totally. Yeah, he totally could have hit me and walked away or yeah. th- thrown a drink in my face or something. He sent I, me an email there's... asking you to asking me to fire you. <laughs> it seems like to me. To the next part of the podcast. It seems like to me. <laughs> exit an, review. There's enough room in the marketplace because it's not like I still want to fight zombies. I, I hope so, man. I just I just think it's interesting. This year is so crowded with yeah, releases. I mean, it, it, I've already, I'm already experiencing a little bit of fatigue, and we're in February. Yeah. If you think about, it, there's so many like war, like 
World War II first-person shooters, and they can all coexist fine. Why can't we have multiple like it's zombie? It's true. Zombies horror survival. I'm willing. To, I'm willing to buy them all. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Uh, did you play Alan Wake while you were there? I did not play Alan Wake. Alan Wake was taken pretty much the entire time I was there, and uh, I, I've watched some people play it though. It looks really, really neat. And, like it's 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 pretty cool. It's like literally you have a flashlight and that's your weapon. Hey, let me ask you a question, Gus. Mm-hmm. Alan Wake. I have an idea what Alan Wake is like. Do you think Heavy Rain comes out next week? And I've read the reviews of Heavy Rain, which say it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Do you think Heavy Rain is that is it a similar kind of game to Alan Wake? You know. I've intentionally been avoiding news and or stuff about Heavy Rain because I want to play it so much that I don't enough based make, on like a couple of make images sure, I've seen. Make sure you don't listen to our podcast. I've yet. read scores <laughs> and like synopses where they say like it's a great character driven game, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the game either. Yeah, but not, it, when I look at screenshots, it looks like Alan Wake to me. So I wonder if they're similar. Uh, and they say I, it's unique, a I unique game experience. I don't, I'll, I'll find out next week. <laughs> you gonna do videos for it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I was, I was I wanted to do videos for Tropical Three this week, but no one has the fucking game. Did yeah. it even come out? I don't even know. It came out. Did it? <laughs> yeah, so. Like you look on the GameStop website and they say they're back ordered. I'm sure if we looked on Xbox Live, we'd see, I'm sure you can see people playing it. Yeah, I'll have to see. Anyway, that sucks. I mean, you and I drove around, you and Jack and I drove around all day yesterday looking for the new Dynasty Warriors and Tropico and couldn't find them anywhere. Yeah, and then yeah. last night after work, I even drove around a few more places looking for Tropico and couldn't find it. Wow. Hey, speaking of new games, have you have you started AVP yet, Jack? Not yet. It was, uh, the demo was like the number three most played game on Xbox. I, I saw that, week. yeah. Major Nelson posted that. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, there's a I, lot I of guess, demos in that I list. guess we should play that. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up Resident Evil today. I I'm still, I gotta finish video. Bioshock now. Oh, I just finished that last night, finally. Yeah. I, I pretty much know what happens at the end now, thanks to Jeff, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, That's okay. I, I sort of ruined a little bit. Oh, no, I guess I didn't ruin it. I spoiled a little bit of Modern Warfare for you when we were doing that. So. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I don't, it's, you know. Whatever. It comes, it comes with the territory. It comes with the job. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's also like... I, I'm, I'm not sure that anyone here can be upset with anyone else for any uh, spoilers. Spoilers, no. yeah. No, After fine. having games in the office and I stuff mean, like that, it's like, well, all right. You know, all, of our viewer, all of our viewership, all the things that we've destroyed for them. <laughs> yeah, well, the site ruined Snape Kills Dumbledore for me, so... <laughs> hey, Gus, I'm excited to hear your opinion of Bioshock 2, because you were very opinionated about it yesterday. Now that you've beaten it, what do you think? Um, I I was very meh about it. I feel like the the story, I don't know, it didn't grab me. Like the first Bioshock really didn't grab me that much either, and I feel like this one didn't really grab me either. I feel like they did a better job in like the final hour of kind of tying things together for sure, and uh, like telling a story. But up until the you, last hour, it's kind of like just wandering around, just doing. You the just same weren't thing emotionally over invested in it. No, not at all. Yeah, and I thought it was. Um, I don't know. I didn't like it. It seemed I didn't like playing as the big daddy. If that makes sense, it seems to me like that's the idea you come up with when people who don't know the game from the outside are looking at it. Like, let's say, you know, you make Bioshock 1, right? And then your marketing department's like, hmm, people seem to like this Big Daddy thing. Let's let people play as Big Daddy in Bioshock 2. It seemed like that kind of deal to me. Yeah. Well, possibly. Where it's like this outside influence that maybe doesn't necessarily understand I think, what's good about something is trying, to, is trying to capitalize on it. I think I liked it more than you. And I liked it in the sense that, like, you're essentially right, though. If it's... It just feels like an extension of the first game mm-hmm. to me. Like, if you like the first Bioshock, you'll like Bioshock 2. And if you didn't, you won't like Bioshock 2. Because it's, it's really the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, without, without giving any spoilers, do you agree that it would be really hard for them to continue with a Bioshock 3 unless it was, like, some sort of a prequel? Nah, they could do it. I you mean, think I, so? I, I, like, at the end of Bioshock, I feel like Bioshock feel was, like was, already, lame. was already contained. Like, Bioshock was its own game. The whole universe was compact. There was, you know, a beginning and an end. I really didn't feel like they, they warranted a sequel necessarily. If and they, they made uh, it. And even now with the end of the sequel, I feel the same way. Like, it's contained. It's its own unit. 
they could just you know put another third one in there. I didn't think they could make a sequel I, to Bioshock yeah, One, but they don't did. Don't you think that would be? I mean, it was it was borderline well, forced to reintroduce the Little it, Sisters and that whole thing into Bioshock Two in that in, in the way that they did it. But I bought it for that one. I'm like, okay, this could have happened one time, mm-hmm. but for to have a Bioshock Three with all the same components, that would be really. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they could it's, still it's, make it's, it. it's a prequel, right? Bioshock Two is no, no, four, no it's, it's not ten, 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 eight, eight place eight years after. No, eight years. It is. Yeah. So what, what what would you say to like eight eight? Years after oh, but Bioshock the is the multiplayer? Does the multiplayer take place? No, is it? M- multiplayer is non-canon, dude. Just yeah. like all multiplayer. I could sworn, okay. So and also, like Bi- oh, Bioshock Three could be absent of Little Sisters. Oh, it could be absent of Rapture too. I mean, there's no what, what do you left. think about Bioshock Three if it was still in Rapture but it took place in present day? Like it was like a this a team discovered it. Yeah, I would like to see a. Like a dingier, more rundown rapture, which is kind of a weird thing to say because it's already pretty fucked up. You know, yeah. but yeah, one of the, uh, this, I don't think this is very spoilerish, but one thing that I really enjoyed uh, about Bioshock Two was, you know, towards the end of the game, you get to take control of a little sister, and you get to see Rapture through her eyes. You know, oh, I think cool. that's pretty spoilerish. Yeah, I would say that's a hugely spoilerish. Oh, you don't you don't say what the context is. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I, you, no, you're right. I, it was one of my favorite parts of the game too, especially when they do the flip back and forth. Where like, yeah, yeah. For, 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 spoiler. It's, I, it's definitely that doesn't ruin anything. There's no. I didn't tell you how it relates to the story. I was never going to mention that. By the but, way, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. If, if, if upon further listening, I decide it's bad, I'll beep it out. But yeah, I thought it was really cool, like seeing why they call everything angels. Yeah, yeah, right. and that, that kind of thing. Like you realizing how fucked up their perspective on the, everything they're, is. They're from, great. detached from reality. Well, they're also yeah, they're, they're, also, they're, they're also, graced with their own reality. I mean, they're right. also female, so that's pretty. Cool. <laughs> is that just everything through the eyes of a woman is beautiful? But uh, yeah, that was cool. And maybe explains why chicks out. sleep yeah. with dudes because dudes are gross. But did you read yeah, uh, on his yeah. Twitter that the EA Dice lead designer called Bioshock Two lame? Wait, which which guy is that? Uh, David Goldfarb. Well, he said. Uh, Played the first, really liked it. This one, no. I'm a big daddy. Lame. Total gameplay versus narrative disconnect. And I wouldn't go that far, especially if I'm a game developer. Yeah, yeah. plus, I mean, like, maybe if I'm a game developer at Bioware or Blizzard, DICE makes some great games. 1942, 1943, the original Battlefield. But, uh, dude, Battlefield Vietnam. I mean, they, Battlefield 2, they had some games that weren't exactly. Did you they know, develop Battlefield Vietnam? I, did they? Did they not? I don't know. That was such a bad Let's game. Let's run through DICE's games. Cause that's a, like if you're gonna if you're gonna speak that strongly about other developers, you better make sure that the, your catalog is fucking. Yeah, rock yeah the solid, developer right? was Digital Illusions. All right, well, it was them. Uh, let's see. Um, are we just looking at Xbox games? Just, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, that said, I feel like I can't criticize it. Is that, is that, <laughs> wait, is that is Dice an acronym? Yeah, Digital Illusion CE. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, huh. Battlefield Bad Company, Battlefield Good Two, game. Modern Combat. Not so great. That was all right. Uh, Battlefield 1943. Great game. Bad Company 2. Mirror's Edge. Although I lo- I Mirror's lo- Edge great. And yeah. they're doing Medal of Honor, uh, the new one. Oh, right. I'm uh, interested to see how that turns out. They have some older stuff. PC. They I did mean, Dungeon, you know, Dungeon Keeper. Dun- Dice they is a pretty they solid Dungeon lineup. Keeper? Yeah. Oh, God. They need to make Dungeon Keeper 3. Um, Battlefield Please 1942, make Battlefield 2, Battlefield 2142, which I wasn't that. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield Heroes. The mechs were pretty cool. I'm going to start an online camp. I really want Dungeon Keeper 3. Do you? Yes. I'm at the end of... I, this is so, I'm so scarred by it. At the end of Dungeon Keeper 2, they had a little trailer, too. I've been waiting <laughs> 15 years. I don't know. This, it's a pretty... It's decent, a pretty solid lineup. It's a pretty solid lineup, yeah. Vietnam's really the only, like, what I would consider, like, yeah, not was, great game. I remember seeing great. that at, at uh, E3 a long time ago. And there, so I thought, you know, is this is it too soon? I don't know for the market. I don't know. I think, uh, I think that 
with uh, Medal of Honor being in their hands, it'll be a pretty pretty awesome game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to that. Medal of Honor really I, needs a reboot. I gotta say, like the destructible environment thing. That's one of those. It's almost one of those things where did you say? What did you say? Destructible environment. Oh, you said okay. Am I choking? I you said something else. <laughs> I thought you said instructable environment. <laughs> <laughs> it teaches you a lot. You teach the wall how to be. <laughs> No. I forgot what I was going to say. Well, the, first, the, the destructible environment is such a great thing, I think, yeah. that it's like hard to not to go in an environment that doesn't have it. Yeah, I, I, I got to go out um, to San Francisco a while back and play that when you actually when you guys were working on the uh, Bioshock commercial. And uh, they were, all it was was just playing multiplayer in Battlefield Bad Company 2. And literally at one point I was in a tank and I saw a sniper, and but he was up too high. So I blew the floor out from underneath him and killed him. It's funny because like when I, I was, shot playing, the floor when I was playing with the game, that happened to me. I was in the roof. I was, like, shooting people. I was like, I'm totally safe. And the tank shoots me. And, like, oh, I'm in, on the floor. Yeah, I'm now I'm on the ground. Yeah. Hey, what, what, if there's one thing, I feel like since you went to San Francisco, you went to this event, if there was one thing that really struck you, you know, the most important thing or I don't know. What game do you think had the biggest hype? Oh, the uh, X-10? Yeah, I, I mean they they all uh, all had sort of their own like uh, you know like they were they're all so different that it was, it was kind of like you know it, wh- whatever your flavor is whatever you like most you could probably you know find it there I mean like Halo Reach obviously was very big for a lot of people um, Dead Rising Two was the first time anyone really seen any like hands on with it um, Crackdown Two was really really cool actually I, I had a good time with that everybody, I mean, everybody Crackdown's such a great game yeah, yeah everybody who's played Crackdown. Um, I haven't heard of a single person who didn't like that game. I, ca- I came to the office. That was like years ago. I came to the office, and uh, Bernie walked by and goes, "Oh, hey, I just bought this game. Do uh, you want it?" I was like, "Sure." And he he dropped. It was Crackdown. He dropped it on me. I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. I'll play this later." And I l- had the disc for about ten minutes, and then Jason walked by, and Jason was like, "Hey, what's this?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know. It's a new game." He goes, "Oh, can I play it?" I'm like, "Sure." I never saw Crackdown again. <laughs> I never saw it again. I never got to play it. But you guys played the crap out of that game. Yeah. I think it was really good. Played a ton. Yeah. But it's got a, it's got a four player co op and like there's like new suits and stuff and new buildings, helicopters. It's it's pretty badass. So you didn't get to play Fable at X10, did you? I Fable did not. 3? I did not. That was the one hidden in the basement. Is there any is there any piece of information about X10 you feel like you haven't mentioned? Because I feel um, like that's an- I saw the game room, like the the new Microsoft game room, which is sort of like. I'm not really sure how it works. It's like a new arm of Xbox Live Arcade, but it's like the, the way it works. It's like you own you. You have like an arcade and like an actual like physical arcade in the in the I guess Xbox a physical world. arcade in the virtual world. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like you purchase games and can place them in your arcade, and then your friends can come and play your games in your arcade. Like you get five free tokens. That's cool. Do you, do you have to be online for your friends to come to your arcade? No, okay. you do not. I'm starting to get confused by the, the like yeah. how many are because there's that then there's the Hasbro area which has like 14 of its own games which is its own like arcade well it's and a, then like every every company like I mean like they have like the Intellivision arcade where you can like buy Intellivision games but you can also place them wherever you want so if you want to so put all your games it's, it's in, funny. is the Hasbro stuff going to roll into that I would think so so it's like it's, one of those, what about like one versus one hundred and that like that whole that's, area? That's completely separate. No, that's prime time. Yeah, that's that's. This is obviously like a whole area that hasn't sort of worked itself out yet, you know. Yeah. And it's like struggling to see even how it's going to be organized. And the, the 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 funniest thing to me is that you actually literally have your own physical arcade, right, Jack? You've you've invested time, money, that you effort, personally do. Yeah, into I do. Actually, having in and, real and, life, and, and now you realize that it was all just a huge waste. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, not really, but. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's it's interesting though because there's going to be. I talked with uh, one of the designers of it, or I guess the the lead producer, and he was saying there will be a thousand points of achievements tied to game room, but the achievements are like 
own like not not maybe not specifically this, but it's something like you know have five friends playing five arcade games in your arcade, which means you have to purchase five games to put in your arcade to even get that achievement. And other people can play these games based on another token system. Well, it's like you get like a certain amount of tokens to play like one credit in a machine. Then, if you want, you can purchase it and put it in your arcade. Right, wait, wait, wait. How do you get? How do you get these tokens? I think the, like the first time you log into game room, you get like a set amount. But how do you replenish them? Uh, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't know if you do. That's the question. I don't know if you do. That is the question. It's I like if, it, if you want to keep playing, you have to then buy that game and put it. I in thought your no, you could pay forty uh, gamer score per play. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you just want to play like like a quarter like a quarter slot game, you, you can pay forty. It's gamer almost score like when you get to Disney and you're like mean forty Microsoft points. Not 40, 40, I'm sorry, I don't know why I said the gamer score. Forty Microsoft points. Okay. Yeah, it's like the scene, scene in The Simpsons where it's like, would you like to buy the fun money? <laughs> What's fun? What is it? Yeah, yeah. It's just like your money, more. but more fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is that what's going to happen? And then, like everyone has like the sign saying they don't take it. Clearly, that there someone's going to try and want to make that work. Well, they already did. It's MS points. <laughs> that's true. But that's so, the thing. Is there going to be? I don't know. So I mean, it, it's it's you know it's an interesting idea. I'm curious to see how they pull it off because basically it's like a Mame emulator within Xbox Live Arcade and legal and legal. Yeah, but uh, like the whole idea of like the way they're de- like developing. All of Xbox Live right now, where it's like, here's one versus one hundred, which is our prime time arm, and here's Waypoint, which is something completely different, and here's Game Room, and there's no real clear. It's getting a little frantic. I th- I think frantic. I want to be shocked. Is that a word? I don't think so. I think there's a word. It's like companies yeah. competing over market position, basically, to see who can become that gateway. I want to be shocked yeah. if we see another reworking of Xbox Live, like another serious overhaul of Xbox Live, like the the jump from the blades to the avatar system. I wouldn't be shocked if we see something similar to that pretty soon. I I wouldn't be surprised at all. Wait, when know, when, did, when did the Avatar I, I stuff show up? The right the Avatar stuff showed up like last September. Like like to me, I think it would be a huge mistake. So almost two, almost two, or coming up in like a year and a half now. Yeah. Okay. Like I think it's a big mistake to do. I any think so. Overall oh, okay. stuff, don't you think? I mean, it seems like they need to take small bites and feel their way through instead of like I don't know. It's like every time you log onto Facebook, it's a different. You know, I don't know. You can't change too much too fast. It's well, I mean, it's been you know, it'll probably be. I mean, if they were going to do anything big, it'd probably be around E3 or PAX West, something like that. So it's going to be two years between iterations. So that's not too too shocking. Man, all these games we talked, I just realized all these games we talked about are coming out before PAX in Seattle. Yeah, I'm even more excited. They're not now. even well, except for except for uh, Reach Fable. Oh, Fable and Reach, I guess, will be after Reach that. will probably be close, though. And Crack- Crackdown 2 is sometime this year. There are a lot of games coming out this Did year. Did you guys play a Fable? A lot of them coming out soon. I mean, Fable was a PC game for a long time, right? No. no. It wasn't? Oh, it was no. Xbox, Fable is an Xbox game. Fable 2 is Xbox 3. I can see, really? why, I can see why you'd think yeah. that, though. Hey, no, I can't. No. <laughs> no. No, I don't know. But yeah, I played both Fable games. Oh, you have? Uh-huh. Are they good? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Fable, <laughs> 2 is, uh, Fable 2 is one of my favorite 360 games so far. Really? Wow. Oh, Absolutely. It was a ton of fun to play. It's all right. I had a blast with it. Huh. Went through, went through both DLCs. Had it, just had a blast. That was that, whole phase, that was that whole phase where Griffin and I were playing it together for like two months. How many hours constantly. of gameplay is it? You could probably, if you just like power through, you could probably get through pretty fast if you don't do any side quests. If you want to get like, if you want to get all the achievements, I'd say you're looking at 50 hours maybe. Wow. Yeah, if you just want to finish it and like power through, you could probably get it done in fifteen hours. You could probably do it if you just wanted to beat the game, yeah. straight up beat the game. Yeah, you could probably do it in ten hours. Yeah. I mean, there's really not that, that much. That, that's a problem I have with games like that. Is every time I'm I'm faced with a game like that, it's like I want to get everything. 
Yeah. You know, right. and it's you, like, you, okay, it's... You would never too, finish that game. Right. It would take right. you a while. It was right. a lot of work to get all those achievements. It's like Fallout. It's like there's so much to do. You oh, know, shit. Was, it's overwhelming. That wasn't at uh, X10, was it? Fallout New Vegas? No, it was not. Some, I saw some screen, some screenshots hit the uh, yeah. internet the yeah, other day. Yeah, some trailer came yeah, out. There's, I think there's a trailer a teaser. came out. Yeah, it's a teaser trailer. It comes Actually, out, it comes uh, out this fall. Yeah, Joel just loaned me his copy of Fallout 3. I'd never played it before, so... I'm looking forward to getting to that. It's so good. That's going to be my home game because, you know, <laughs> I don't want to play my work game at home because I have to capture every time I play. I, you know, I feel Make, the same way. It's funny. Like, my home game is, I, I have to worry about a kid running around, and then B, if I put in a, a newer game, then I immediately feel guilty for not capturing. Yeah. So mine's NBA Live right now. Nice. Make sure you play all the DLC with uh, Fallout 3. All right. Yeah, for sure. Should, should I buy the DLC before I start playing, or how should that work? Well, the way I played it is, I, I played it and I finished it before the DLC came out, and then I went back and played the DLC. Uh, but that being said, I would go ahead and get at least the first DLC for now, because when, once you get that first DLC, it changes the way the game ends. Huh. Um, because originally in the retail copy of that game, the story, the, to, the story doesn't make sense. Sarah, are you about to tell me the ending of the no, game? No, no, no. The story doesn't make sense. <laughs> the story like, there's doesn't a, make sense. There's a weird disconnect that they fix with the first DLC. Okay. And so I would recommend getting at least you the mean first plot, DLC. Plot-wise? Operation Anchorage. Operation Anchorage. And you can also play that like almost immediately. You can play it around like level 6 or 7, which is when I played it. And it's really fast and really fun. Yeah. And you just like sit down for an hour and power through it. And you get some pretty cool weapons. Yeah, I would save all the other DLC for after you're done with the game. Okay. But definitely get at least Operation Anchorage first. All right. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. it. Looks fun. And then have the best time of your life because that game is fucking tremendous. <laughs> the game's awesome. I still turn it on every now and then and go back and wander around and do stuff. I've, I've been thinking about actually firing it up and playing through again. Like I had really? so much fun playing Mass Effect 2 as an evil character. I've been thinking about going back and playing Fallout 3 as an evil character. Blow up Megaton. Yep. <laughs> Moira Brown, all that shit. Man, I'm starving. We got a late start on this podcast. We did. We're waiting for Bernie and it's 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 late now. Hey, you oh, know there's what? one more thing I want to mention before we... Oh, uh, should we talk I, about I, Kevin Smith up. being fat? Yeah, nah, okay. everyone else talked about that. This is this is much more important. I agree with Southwest, by the way. This is much more important. Being a fat guy, Shut I up. agree with I'm... Southwest. <laughs> I found, my wife showed me this. Mattel is coming out with a toy this June that allows your dog to tweet. What? It's like a USB adapter. You Mattel? Put, yeah, it's like a USB, wi- no, it's like a Wi-Fi adapter, I'm sorry, you put on your dog's collar, and it, I guess, it communicates with your computer, lets, it, lets your computer know where he is in your house, and like where he's wandering around, and then it generates automatic tweets for him. That's her. fucking crazy. They call it puppy tweets. <laughs> I got one thing to mention, too. Uh, two things, real fast. Uh, one, um, they very kind of slyly announced the other day that Windows mobile phones will have achievements. Oh, games. yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that works out. Yep. I'm starting to get... I'm trying to get overwhelmed by achievements. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to say because it's what I do for a living at this point. But yeah, it's like, they're it's coming the, at me it's from the exact direction. same thing that I just talked about when you get into a game and it's like you're overwhelmed with all the amount of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And, uh, and then the other thing is that EA just announced something really weird last night. I read on Kotaku that they're shutting down like nine more servers, uh, around mid March. And then you'll no longer be able to get multiplayer achievements in a few games, so you might want to watch out what, for that. But the games that they listed, I didn't think had multiplayer in them anyway. What are like they? they mentioned The Simpsons, they mentioned Godfather One, which I don't. I, I know there's Godfather DLC, maybe that's what they're referring to for the Godfather, but I don't remember there being any DLC or multiplayer for The Simpsons. Then uh, Def Jam, and I think there might have been one or two more. Def Jam mm-hmm. Icon. They it just said Def Jam, but I think Icon is the only 360 game, isn't it? I one know. or two. I think that might be the only 360. There's Vendetta. Is that or was that a PSP game? I, I, for, I forget. I think it was a PSP I'll have to look game. it up in the link dump. Yeah. Oh, hey, should we should we talk about the Bioshock Two thing? Should we announce that now? 
the community play date. Oh, we, Jack we wants to do, do a community play date for Bioshock too. He's going to do it next week. Yeah, so next Thursday we'll we'll have another community play date what, for what, Achievement what Hunter. Date, what date is that? That is what is what is today. Today is the seventeenth, so eighteenth. What's eighteen plus the, seven? The, Quick, Jeff. Twenty fifth. The twenty fifth. What time are you going to do it? We'll say eight o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, and this and uh, and, and last about two hours. Okay, cool. Just, just an it's, Achievement Hunter Bioshock Two play. Date. Just multiplayer, because like I haven't even touched the multiplayer in Bioshock Two yet. It would be kind of dumb to have a play date if everyone's playing single player. That's true. Think? <laughs> I, I think that goes without saying. <laughs> that makes sense. So anyway, so if you have Bioshock Two, you should uh, join us. I'll, I'll make a post on the uh, front page of Achievement Hunter. Cool. Is this like? Do you ever go on dates just by yourself? Yeah. Is that why you're having so much trouble with the ladies? I but do. somewhere there's a girl by herself That's true. on a date. If only they would so, meet. <laughs> I, get, I get a milkshake with two straws, and I use both of them. <laughs> you put one in your nose? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, speaking of milkshakes, let's go get some food. All, All right. right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone.